So here we are on the road. As promised, the whole Patreon thing actually worked, and you guys have financed a trip for me. But don't make no mistake. Make no mistake. This isn't a vacation. Um, I'm sorry if, if um, regularity of episodes become an issue. Quality may be an issue. I'm I'm, I'm recording on my portable rig. I, I try to buy some of the, the best equipment, the, the 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 most expensive equipment available. But at the same time, there's only so much you can do. Like I don't, I don't have a production van. I have a, um, I have a hybrid, um, not a Prius, but I, I have, I have a hybrid, and it's, it. There's just so much I can, I can bring with me, uh, when I go on the field. With that being said, the uh, we, we, we are, we are. I'm enjoying this not vacation, although I, I'm taking it kind of cool. I'm trying to be relaxed and enjoy myself. But I'm I'm enjoying myself in uh in, in a way that's very me. And uh, just a reminder, this is this is Thomas Sinclair, and you are listening to Stranger Limits. Uh, so here's the thing: like you guys absolutely came through on on the the Patreon. We reached our goal, and I am going to investigate. I am going to a very small town. Um, that straddles the border between between uh, Canada and the United States. So I'm I'm going a bit north of, of where I live, uh, a few maybe a few hundred miles. I don't like as you know I'm I'm not a uh, I'm not a fan of revealing the exact location where I I live. I don't want people to know my address. It's not that I don't trust you, uh, my 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 lovely my my favorite listeners, but there's there's always some unsavory elements, and most of all. I'm, I'm not gonna kid myself. Like the government obviously knows where I live. I have to file taxes. I have to to file all sorts of documents with the government. So they they have my address. So there's there's no hiding from them. But I am I still want to somewhat obfuscate the um where I live at any time. And I I use of course I use a PO box. I don't have any any official government documents sent directly to my home. This way I can I can sort of move around a little bit and, and have a bit of flexibility. That being said, I'm also not going to tell you the exact location of where I'm going uh, until I am I'm done with this expedition. the The whole point of this trip is to to go investigate. I, I don't want to have a repeat of what happened in Florida when I I went hunting for skunk apes. Um, it was fun. It was a it was a good time. But also uh, a, a lot of listeners just ended up like tracking me down to my hotel. And it the whole thing turned into more of a stranger limits rendezvous gathering pseudo conference convention, which is which is not what I'm looking to do here. This is I'm I'm trying to do some some serious paranormal investigation, and I, I as much as I enjoy and have fun hanging out with you guys and and you know having a beer, having hanging out in bars, hanging out at the hotel, there, there's I can't I can't do my job seriously. If all I'm doing is, is just answering fan questions and getting drunk with fans. So, the plan is that I'm going to do this. And also, I don't want you to leave your homes. Like we, we're, right now, United States, Canada, we're all, like, deep into this pandemic. Whether you believe it or not is, it's fairly irrelevant at this point. It's, it's even if you don't trust that, like, whatever belief you have regarding this pandemic... Um, you're not losing anything by staying home, and and I, I of course have questions, but I, I do like I know some people who have fallen ill, so I, I do have a strong belief that this is an actual pandemic, whether certain entities are leveraging it to their benefit or not. That's a, a completely different conversation. 
Uh, I like to deal in facts, so I'm waiting for most of the dust to settle on this one uh, before turning in a, a verdict. And it may take a while. Uh, as you know, the, uh, the, the, the amount of time it takes for information to, to coalesce into more digestible, reality-based crystals um it, it takes more time to get to that point the, the larger the event and this is a this is a global event so it may it may be years it may be decades before every little secret is revealed unfortunately also they might end up being very boring um so that being said i'd rather no one travel so if i don't say where i'm at until i'm, I'm done with my investigation hopefully yielding some incredible groundbreaking information um there, there's less ch there's less chances that people are gonna try to find me, hunt me down, and, and turn this into like Stranger and Faint, Stranger Limits Con Two. So I'm I'm going to investigate this thing. Um, I'm going tonight. Like I've I've, I've right now I'm, I'm at I'm at my little motel room. I'm uh, I'm enjoying this recording. The recording will go out after I've gone out to and do my preliminary investigation. Right now, at this point, I am I'm going solely on rumors. I am asking some locals to have a, a more specific geographic location where I can go. I am taking my camera. I am taking all my equipment. It looks like it's going to be fun. It looks like it's going to be a cold night. And this this is just and this is an external thing. This is an exterior expedi expedition. Uh, part of what I was asking for while reaching this Patreon goal was so that I could get some decent boot. And a good, uh, a good Canada Goose coat. I couldn't. I could, I'm. I'm not. I'm not stupid. I, I'm not going to spring for an actual Canada Goose coat. This is. It's. It's a. I, I'm. I'm getting a, a knockoff. A reputable knockoff. It's essentially the same. Uh, the same coat, but without the the fancy branding. Like I don't like to pay for brands. If there was some way of getting off-brand McDonald's. Um, off-brand Wendy's, like I, I would do that. And don't, don't send me an email saying, "Well, that's Burger King." It's that's it's that's not the point. I, I, I like to, I like to avoid brands because brands always have a surcharge, and also brands are more likely to be affiliated with nefarious organizations. Like it's, it's, um, it's essentially the, the, um. It's a Calvin, the, the, the Hugo Boss, Calvin Klein. Which one designed the Nazi uniforms? Like, I won't buy it from them. This is where I'm getting at. Like, there's always something nefarious in big brands. Either they're connected to the Nazi, they're connected to, to, to the government. Like, there, there's always something to watch out for, and I, I want to avoid that. So, no Canada Goose. Also, it is cheaper just to get the same coat in the brand I got, and it's fine. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll stay warm. That being said, um, onwards with the episode, there's a couple of things I want to touch on right off the bat. Uh, un unfortunately, like I, this isn't a news show. I try, like, I'm, I'm not here to be on, on the cusp of breaking news. I like to, to do analysis, and, and I like facts to have, have coalesced, like I mentioned before. Like, I like, like information to be a little more precise before I delve into it, which is a good thing. Uh, a lot of a lot of you have emailed me, messaged me, DM'd me, um, and then contacted me to, um, to because you wanted my opinion on the Utah monolith. Of course, I'm aware of the Utah monolith. Like, if if you're sending me an email saying, "Hey, have you heard of the Utah monolith?" The answer is 
Of course. I, I, I host Stranger Limits. I, I was on top of the Utah monolith, metaphorically speaking, not sitting literally on top of it. Um, the moment the information was out. But the thing is, with things like that, is you, you never know if it's going to be a hoax. Is it an art installation? Is it is it an actual alien artifact? It's very difficult to, 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 to know that until you let the facts sort of play themselves out. And, of course, I was right. No, no later than a few days later, we have a second monolith appearing in, in Europe, and now there's a third monolith, and now we have something to say that's not just, hey, there's a strange monolith in, uh, in, in the desert in Utah. So, most of you know that like on, on, on November 18th, um, they discovered this 12-foot-tall metal triangular-shaped pillar. Um, that's, I don't know, it's 9.5 feet tall, 3 meters, um, it's, it's metallic on the outside, very reflective. And if, if, of course, people immediately started making comparison with 2001 A Space Odyssey, Odyssey, Kubrick's movie, which unfortunately, as fun as that comparison is, it is, it's, 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 it's inaccurate. Um, the 2001 monolith is, if I remember, I, I can't remember the exact size, but the proportions were essentially the, the one side multiplied by three made the other side, which multiplied by three made the other side. So there was like this this kind of mathematical elegance to how the monolith was built. Also, it was a, a an absolute basalt black and not, not a reflective surface. And it was more of a slab. It was more, it was, it was like an, an extruded rectangle. Meanwhile, meanwhile the, the Utah monolith is an extruded triangle. Now, what makes the Utah Mollus interesting isn't that it's there in the desert. What makes it interesting is that apparently it's been there for a while. Um, and what makes it more interesting is that once discovered, a second and a third one appeared. Now, I want to immediately dismiss the third one. The third one uh, it w- was discovered in California. And if you're, if you're a fan of the show and you know my stance is I don't trust California, and just just let me be more precise. I don't trust California as a concept. Uh, it's it's I of course I don't trust their government. I, I I I've got nothing against the people of California, but my 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 problem is I don't trust California as as an intellectual construct. There's something about the way not the culture itself, but the way the culture of California lives. So it's in 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 a way it's it's like saying like I don't trust like I trust blood but I don't trust leukemia. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. And that's really what's important. Like you, you understand. So the moment something that's happened elsewhere around the world is replicated in California, this is where it kind of loses its its credibility to me. Now the idea of uh, the, the first monolith appearing in the desert of Utah, I mean, Utah is already has a history of weird things. Like, we know that's where Mormonism come from, and there's, like, all this talk about magic golden discs with, you know, engravings from God. Like, there is a rich history of weird stuff in Utah, which is great, because having the strange monolith appear there, it fits the narrative 
Also, it's lost in the desert. It's, 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 it's in the middle of nowhere. It's where hikers go. So that it was found there after being set up for a while. Like, the idea that it's only an art installation, I mean, maybe. But, oh, I mean, if you're an artist, like, have you met artists? Artists are, um, I mean, the whole point of artists to express. And, oh, boy, are artists expressive. And they will not let you forget that they're expressing. So the idea of, of, of someone setting up the small lift and, and leaving it in the middle of the desert as a form of expression, it, it, it doesn't really calculate to me. Now, the second monolith appears in Romania. Um, Romania's cool and all, but it is not exactly where I would immediately figure, well, there needs to be, like, if, if, if I were a, a copycat artist... I'm not sure Romania is where I would put my copy monolith. I would put it in California, which is why there's a third one and why I don't trust that one. So we have a first monolith in, in Utah. We have a second one in in in, uh, in Romania. And this is all good. This is all great. This is fun. I mean, we don't know where they're coming from. And then this is where it gets really deep. The one in Utah gets dismantled. Now, if it were just like it, it, if it were just that people like showed up and it was gone, that would be like, uh, it was okay. Like government took away their alien thing, or they repatriated their their mind control device, or whatever it is. They, they, we could easily say like it's a black op. But see, that's the thing. This is 1960s thinking. This is 1947 thinking. We are in 2020. Government doesn't operate on a single level anymore. And of course, I think, I think there's more to this monolith than what, we, than what we've been led to believe. Because here's what happened. The, the, monolith, the Utah monolith disappears, and then, coincidentally, we get a video of these... Uh, I've heard them called athletes. But they're, just, they're just people that climb rocks, like just outdoors people, you know, they all have a guitar, they're all, like, craft beers. Whatever stereotype I have in my mind, I'm pretty sure you can build your, your, your own image. And, and they have this extremely blurry video that is just enough that we... First of all, they, 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 they take apart the mollus. They, they grab it, take it out of the land. At night, they take it apart, and then they drag it away. Um, claiming that it, it's 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 an environmental thing because a single piece of of metal in the desert to them is 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 kind of like an environmental problem. All right, so let's deconstruct this a little bit. So the first problem with this is the video itself is extremely blurry. It is just enough for us to know that the monolith, once dismantled, is mostly plywood and, and sheet metal, and like it's just very the most mundane of materials, which is weird for two reasons. First of all, um, if you're an artist, you're probably going to make, and you're setting up your thing to be in the middle of the desert, where no one, you no one knows it's there. So you're hoping it's gonna last there. It's gonna stay there for a while. And, and it's going to be discovered eventually and attract attention like it did, you want it to be durable. And what is durable? Actual metal. 
Like if you're if you're an artist that can do this kind of thing, you're probably you're probably welding three plates of metal, like none of that plywood thing. Like you're making something entirely out of metal. You're making a structure. There are YouTube videos of people building things more elaborate than this. And all they're doing is for YouTube. They're they're just doing it for, for, for ad revenue. So why would this be so cheap? Because the whole point of the video is to show us how mundane this is. So that in the public consciousness, we relegated to say it's either a hoax or an art project we make it mundane in our narrative so that we don't remember it or we remember it as as this gag thing and we forget that a potentially a potentially alien item or, or or a government fabricated mind control machine was left in utah desert now then that doesn't explain the one in in Romania, which also disappeared, um, and leaves us, I feel, to the inquisitive mind with more questions and answers. So that's where I'm with this this model thing. I'm I'm, I'm curious to see where it's gonna go, even though I sort of already have an idea, because I think what we're gonna get is is a slow trickle of 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 information and. Every piece of information that we receive is going to build this story of this being a mundane item. We're going to get an identity, probably like a, rumors of an identity for the artist, where then, then confirmation of the identity for the artist, and eventually, like in 2022, we will not remember this. And then in 2044, when the aliens show up and these mollusks are everywhere, then, then we'll know. All right, let's move on. So, Nambia, N- N- Namibia, uh, they elected a uh, they elected a guy called Adolf Hitler. Now, this is this is just uh, this is just like, in, in interesting. Like, Namibia is a, is a Southwest African uh, country, and and uh, the thing is, I. There was a time I would have reacted fairly weird to the idea of anybody being named Adolf Hitler in this day and age. And it, it sure is a an interesting little fact. But just recently I, I listened to the uh, the audiobook of uh Trevor Noah's book, and he mentions a having have having had a friend when he lived in, in Africa called Hitler. And apparently it is not that uncommon a name. And it made me realize, like, this, this, the only reason this pops up again is, like, people keep sending me um, sending me messages saying, hey, did Africa elected some, some guy called Hitler. But the thing is, you got to remember, like, not everybody has the our North American perception of of history. And not everybody has, like, I'm, I'm not saying that they're choosing these names as, just, like, as an honorific, but they may not have the same historical context we have. So what what seems like a a novelty to us, and and the, the thing is like the, the the poor dude had to like put out a video saying like no 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 I'm 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 an okay guy and maybe he is maybe he's not like I don't know like I don't follow politics in every country in the world I, it's hard enough to follow what's going on here I'm just saying that it's 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 sort of a strange artifact that we've we've got these these particular and we're, we're probably going to see this about other politicians going in the future. And and it's it's just very very um, it's very interesting to see this this sort of 
cultural melting pot and cross-sectioning that makes us outraged that someone in another culture has a name from someone that is historically despised and should be. But to transpose from his from a name to another person certain um, some certain expectations of behavior as a leader uh, that, that seems to me to be like crossing an in, a strange river. I, I, I we we've talked about names having power, but th- these are public names. It's it's our secret names that hold real power. It's uh, like Thomas Sinclair is, is 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 my given name. It's the name my parents gave me. But there is there is another name, and I, I've I've gone. I've done the vision quests. I've I've taken the the, the, the proper drugs and, and did the walkabouts and all that. I know what my real name is, and I'm not gonna say it on the air because of course names have power, but not the names that people give themselves or their parents give them. So it's it's, it's an interesting little parable about how names work. Um, so the last thing I want to touch on, and, and we'll see how long I go on this one because this is always a bit of a pet peeve of mine. Uh, it's no, not a pet peeve. It's, it's, it's something that's always interesting to discuss. So here's a headline. Howling monster wolf robots deployed in Japan to scare away wild bears. It's, it's a doozy. That one's a doozy because... Every time you put the name, the word robot in anything, uh, people get very, very cranky. Do you ever get, like, they have visions of, of, of Terminators and, 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 and robot warfare and Matrixes and all, all these sorts of science fiction weirdness because they're all afraid that the robots are coming. Well, here's the thing, guys. The robots are here. Like... I'm, we're we're really afraid about robots. Like we have nightmares about robots that have human form or wolf form or monster wolf form, but we're never we never think about the robots that have other shapes, right? Like, you want to know the robot that really scares me? The robot that really terrifies me? The robot that scares me? It's 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 a box, but it's not it's not like it's not even like as much a thinking box. Like it's not it's not Deep Blue or or, or Watson or whatever the hell they're having play Jeopardy these days. Like I'm I'm not worried about robots that answer trivia questions. I I'm I'm not I'm not terrified about robots that 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 will that that know how to complete a a wheel of fortune puzzle. Like that's not scary to me. Like maybe it will be one day. At, at this point, like I'm, trivia bots don't scare me. The box that worries me is a box that's been with us for so long. It's a robot that's been with us for so long. They're ubiquitous. They're everywhere. And we seek them out. And we don't even think about how much control they have on our lives. I'm talking about ATMs. ATMs control our money. Think about that. Think about it for a second. Like we're worried about, like our, we have an article here about a, a robot. If, if you see the video for that robot, it is not a robot. It is, it is a, a puppet of a very it's it's, it's the, the, the the stupidest looking wolf stuffed animal wolf thing. It's it's got like a flashing light. It's got speakers. It's like it's it's essentially it's just a complex scarecrow because you need a complex scarecrow if you're trying to scare bears. Like bears do not run away from normal scarecrows. They need an elaborate complex scarecrow. So you take a scarecrow, you make it you put a, a, a stuffed wolf head on it, 
flashing lights, make its robot limbs move a bit about, and that's it. Like it's, it's just like it, I you 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 go to Disney World, you go on Pirates of the Caribbean, and there are more complex robots there. And no one's writing an article about saying, "Oh my God, like the robots are coming." The robots are not coming. Not these robots. The robots are not coming because the robots are here because the robots control our money. And co- robots control our money. They can completely... If, if you're worried about a robot uprising, it's not going to come in a form of robot wolves walking the land, killing bears, or allying with the bears, or giving arms to bears. And then we have a, a robot wolf bear army just marching down the streets. That's not going to happen. This is... What's going to happen is... They're going to paralyze our economy by paralyzing our money, freezing our accounts. And this is why you do not use ATMs. You don't use banks if you can. You use banks with money that you can spare. Always keep, like, if, if this is we need to return to a more, not just a gold standard, gold coins, things that we can trade things with value. I know I'm sounding a bit like a survivalist. Like, I gotta admit, like, sometimes, ooh, I feel like I should be. And I, I, like, I don't have a bunker. I don't, like, who has the money for a bunker? But the point is, like, what I'm trying to say is we're, we're worried about the wrong things. We need to, we need to stop freaking out every time the, the, the Boston Dynamics has a little robot that jumps around and dances the marimba or whatever. Like, robots doing backflips are not going to take over the world. It would take a lot of robots doing backflips. Those backflips would be need to be lethal. It's like there's there's a lot more. Like they even have a a robot that's shooting guns, but that's not how you're going to take us out. You're going to take us out the way governments control populations is how robots are going to try to control human populations. And that will start with our economy. We need to get our economy back from the robots anyways so i think that's pretty much all i want to tackle for now i mean there's a couple of other things here and there that we could like discuss uh, but i there's another article about sharks but it's just it's, it's just gives me the willies i'm trying not to think about it too hard like well I'm, I'm, i might do like an entire series on sharks at some point um i'm going to keep my eye open on how to uh like what's happening with all these mala things but like i said like i have, I have a feeling that this is just going to it's, it's just going to like peter out into just a bunch of boring anecdotes until uh, until truth resurfaces but that's going to be in years later like we're going to be referring this when we get to to episode like 2000 something like it's, it's going to be years before we get the truth on that but i'll keep my on my on it so That'll be our episode for today. Um, I'll, I'll be back with you next week. Um, we're going to... I'm, I'm going to maybe have some footage. Like I'm going to be start to drop some of the information of the things I've seen. I'm looking very much forward to tonight. I need to go take a nap because uh, I, this is probably going to be a whole night affair. I, I, this is, this is going to be me alone, uh, thermos of, of hot soup. And, and and maybe maybe some uh, some mulled wine. I don't know what I can get away with making here in a hotel. I've been watching some uh, some some videos on 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 the internet about how to use the, the coffee machine to make 
stuff. I, I've got some ideas. So I, I need to get that ready. I need to get take a nap. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be prepared. But I'm very much looking forward to to what we're going to see tonight. I'm, I'm hoping to get some footage for you, some photography. It's, it's going to be awesome. So again, thanks for listening. And, and check out my Patreon. Like this is the Things like this, trips like this happen because of your contribution to Patreon and uh, just check it out and, and, and we're going to have a great time. Like we're going to, we're going to crack this thing wide open.